0: Welcome to another inspiring message from David Hall, pastor of LifePoint Church, Adelaide, Australia. It's our sincere prayer that you would experience the presence and power of the Holy Spirit as you listen to this message. For more information, please visit davidhall.com.au. If you have a Bible, I'd love you to turn with me, please, the book of Mark and, and, and the fourth chapter. Mark and the fourth chapter, and I'll open it up in just a moment. Typically, I like to read the Scripture and then, and then, and then give some background. But I want to give background going into this Scripture so you understand uh, what was happening after this story takes place. It's one of the most famous moments in the ministry of Jesus. And we see uh, here in Mark 4, Jesus calms a storm. But immediately after the storm, we've got to know where Jesus was headed and why He even had to endure that storm. And it was because He was going to a place called gadara And Jesus uh, confronted a man who who was full of demon spirits. The Bible says uh, that they they called him legion. Well, they called the demon. The demons called themselves legion for there were many. That's some 6,500. Some people would say even 7,200 demon spirits in one man. And, And so Jesus delivers him those demons requests for, I don't know why, but requests to, uh, be put into a herd of pigs and into a herd of swine and the, and, and that swine ran into the water and, and, uh, and they and they died. It was a crazy story really it's, the New testament is full of incredible supernatural moments, but jesus he wanted to get a man set free he wanted to get a man into Decapolis, delivered by the hand of god and, and and so to get that man delivered, he had to take a about a twelve mile boat ride from from one side of the Sea of Galilee to the other. And and, uh, as he went there, the Bible says the winds became contrary. There There was a demonic storm. And whenever God wants to work through us and in us and to see his hand released in a situation, we'll always face demonic opposition. We're facing that right now across... Across the world, the enemy has created this storm and, and we're, we're trying to live with its effects. And I'm believing God that this thing's still going to be broken by the hand of God. And so we see here in this story in Mark chapter, in Mark chapter 4, it says here in, in the 35th verse, and I'd love you to turn together with me. It says this, On the same day when evening had come, He said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. I love that. What a, what a statement that you can anchor the whole rest of this moment on. He says, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, "Peace, be still. Peace, be still." I'll say it one more time, "Peace, be still." For every storm in your life, there's a peace. Be still. In the name of Jesus, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. I love that. It wasn't just calm; it was a great calm. And he said to them, "Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith?" And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? What a, what a scripture. You know, you, you, you look at the other gospels and they, they give pretty similar account of the story just from a slightly different perspective. It's interesting that in Matthew chapter eight, verse 23, it says, now when he got in the boat, the disciples followed him and suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered in waves or with the waves. You know, these storms of life come and they bring waves with them and and there is an accumulative effect and it's unceasing, the waves come. They toss the boat, the waves come, they toss the boat, but then they fill the boat. And there's always more water coming in than you can get out in your own self. And so ultimately those waves were gonna sink that boat. That boat would perish under the weight of those waves. And and so maybe you're sitting here today and you're watching this message through Facebook, YouTube, through our website. However, you've come to listen to this today and you're facing challenges where it's like your life is just experiencing wave after wave after wave. And you'd say, I've got a lot of waves in my boat. I've got a lot of stuff in my boat. See, the the storms of the enemy uh, will get you to a point where it's wave after wave, whether it's fear, calamity, problem, disappointment and challenge. And you feel like, how do I even stay above the water? Well, I wanna tell you, we serve a God who is supernatural. He's for you, uh, He's not against you. And I wanna show you how to endure these seasons because we all go through them, especially when we're doing something for God. The enemy wants to come against us. When we're trying to do our best to live, as a godly person for the kingdom of God. The enemy comes against us. And and I'm believing God that we will withstand these situations. And and so I wanna use for a subject this morning, getting through and crossing over. Getting through and crossing over. If you have a neighbour, yell over the fence. You're gonna get through this. You're gonna cross over. The Bible says in Luke chapter eight, same story. Now it happened on a certain day, he got in the boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake and they launched out, crossing the Sea of Galilee, 13 miles by eight miles. And they, they crossed over to get to a place called Decapolis. Jesus had said, let us cross over to the other side. And I love the fact that they got in that boat with him and, and, they, and they crossed over. But then the winds of adversity came. Jesus was gonna set a man free. But the winds of adversity came and that boat started to... Started to face some challenges, started to fill up with water, and it was a it was a demonic, it was a demonic wind, and we know that because Jesus rebuked it. If it was just a normal wind, he's not going to rebuke something that he created. The enemy, uh, the enemy stirred something up, and there, there was a wind, and Jesus rebuked it. So the enemy came against them as they're trying to fulfill a great mission to get a demon-possessed man set free. And they they get in that boat. The Bible says in Luke. Chapter eight, verse 23, it was filled with water and they were in jeopardy. Wave after wave after wave had come. The ship was covered in waves. This was not just a serious storm. They were now in crisis. And how are they gonna get to the other side? Well, I wanna give you six thoughts. How do we get through demonic storms? How do we get through when the enemy comes against us? Because you will get through and you will cross over. Somebody say, I will get through. Say, I will cross over. By the power of the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' Name. How do you get through? Number one, I'd love you to write these down if you can. Number one, with one word from God. One word from God is enough to get you through any storm. One word from heaven. One word from the 592,000 words that are in this book. When God breathes on that word and it becomes raiment of your spirit, you can stand on a word from God. You can stand on a promise from God and it will get you through by the power of his Holy Spirit. Glory to God. David, good on you, mate. You're preaching all right. One word from God. Bible says in Mark chapter four and verse 35. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Right there. That statement had threefold power. I'll tell you what. Firstly, it, it clarified his will. Jesus was going over the other side, boat or no boat. Storm or no storm. He was going through you, so how can I be sure? If the boat broke, he'd just walk on water. He does that. And and those that are with him can do that too. And Jesus had said, let us cross over to the other side. Maybe you're following the will of God right now. And you go, how am I going to get through? He told me to do this. How am I going to get through? The winds are, uh, 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 are upon me. The waves are upon me. Well, first thing that you have to do, there's more to this. But the first thing, hold on to the Word of God. Trust the Word of God. His Word, the Bible says, forever, O Lord, your Word is settled in heaven. His Word is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. And one Word from God can change your life forever. I don't know if you're getting this. One Word, one Word from God can change your life forever in the Name of Jesus. I believe that with all of my heart, you can stand on a Word from God. I don't know if you can do it where you are, but you could clap your hands and give God a shout if you believe in the power of one word from God. Because when he, when he gave one word, he clarified his will. Faith comes where the will of God is known. When you know what God's saying, you can, you can stand. Secondly, when he gave his word, it gave them a word to hold on to. And I've basically covered that. One word from God will get you through, but you can hold on to a word in the most difficult times. I know when God spoke to me. I know when God's spoken to me about what we have to do as a church or what I have to do in my home or with my ministry or my, with, my, with my work or just in life, when God speaks to my heart, I know that I can trust His Word. I've learned that His voice is the most reliable voice that I can depend on His Word spirit in me, the the voice of the Holy Spirit guiding. One word from God. Church, can I say in difficult seasons, just say, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Get a word from God. One word from God will change your life forever and ever and ever. I think I've half covered this, but that word from God, it actually insulates them from danger. Because if the God of heaven and earth is declared, let's go over to the other side. No demonic thing can interrupt the purpose of God. Maybe inconvenience, those that are trying to follow Him. But if He said, let us cross over, His intention was to bring everybody to the other side, boat or no boat. Here's the Word of the Lord. You're gonna get through this, boat or no boat. You're getting through in the name of Jesus. But by the grace of God, they got through in the boat. They got to the other side. And the Bible Bible tells us that story because we see what happened. This demoniac gets delivered and set free but how do we get through demonic storms number one with a word from god number two by following jesus the bible says in matthew 8 verse 23 now when he got in the boat the disciples followed him you can follow jesus even into the most incredibly difficult situations and He will be with you. He will protect you. The Bible says in Mark 16, these signs will follow those who believe in my name. You'll cast out demons. You'll speak in new tongues. You'll take up serpents and drink deadly things that will by no means harm you. When you're following Jesus, when you're full of faith, when you believe in the power of God, there's, there's there's nothing that God can't get you through. We serve a good God. I'm not saying there's not seasons of difficulty or suffering or struggle, but what I will tell you is we serve a God who is in heaven, seated, at the right hand of God that sent his his spirit who's in us and 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 gives us strength and guides us by the power of heaven and i, I want to encourage you to keep following him even in these times where the world's going crazy don't follow the news media don't follow what people Say and think, follow the Bible, follow Jesus, follow His Word, follow His Spirit, stay hand in hand. The Bible says in Galatians to be led by the Spirit. That means to be in step with the Spirit. Led by the Spirit doesn't mean when I walk, He follows. We follow His leading by the anointing of the Spirit of God, by, by listening to His Word, by inclining our ear to His voice. He's a speaking God and He'll guide you. Follow Him in the name of Jesus, Number three, how do, we, how do we get through demonic storms? Number three, by having Jesus in your boat. Luke chapter eight, verse 22. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples. He was there with them. Can I tell you, whatever storm you face, have Jesus in your boat. How do, how, how, do I, how do I do that practically? Have him in your life. Have him in your heart. Have him in Your ambitions and your dreams and your thoughts and your plans invite him in, let him be there, let it let it let him take residence within you, make him Lord of your life, let him be the, let him be the captain. See, the word Savior is in the Bible a number of times, but the word Lord is in the Bible some 5,000 times. What does Lord mean, Master? If he's not Lord of all, is he Lord at all? We actually need to follow him, submission. To Jesus, when we're submitted to God, when we're, when we're following Him and He is in our boat, He's in the boat of our lives, there's a divine protection that a child of God has. I want Jesus in my boat. I want Him in my house. I want Him in my car. I want Him in my plans. I want Him in my desires, in my ambitions, in my hopes. I want Him in my kids' lives. I want Him with everything I put my hand to. I need Jesus in my boat. Hallelujah. I believe he's in your boat right now, whatever you're facing, whatever your storm is, he's with you, he's for you. I tell you right now by the Spirit of God, he's in your boat, he's in your boat, whatever you face, whatever you're dealing with, Jesus is in your boat. Amen. I'll just go back here. Number, number four. How do you get through demonic storms? Number four, by finding rest. Bible says in Mark chapter four verse thirty-seven, and a great windstorm arose. and The waves beat into the boat, and so it was already filling. But he was in the stern, sleep on a pillow. And they woke him, and said, "Teacher, do not care that we're perishing." You know, I, I'm, I'm with the disciples on that one. I, if I, if I'm worried about something, I want, I want to get a crowd worrying with me. I want to, I want a whole lot of people to complain to and discuss my, 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 my nervousness about the current situation, whatever that might be. And they go, going, they just let him sleep. Can you imagine they're trying to get buckets and get the water out of the boat, buckets of water out of the boat, buckets of water out of the boat. I reckon they would have been this close to throwing Judah, J- Judas off the boat. I nearly said Judith. Uh, I meant to say Judas. Uh, that, would have been, that would have probably been a great idea, but they, 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 they're trying to get water out of this boat and Jesus is at the back. Have you ever had an argument with your spouse? And uh, you go to bed, and you're ticked, and they're fast asleep. I reckon it always makes them ah, they're happy. And you're the one, Jesus is... is trying to get water out of the boat, trying to get water out of the boat. And finally, someone said, we're going to die. Wake him up. Do you not care? And Jesus says, why do you guys have no faith? Why do you have no faith? Then he walks up and he says, peace be still. But in the storm, he was resting. He was resting when the devil did his best. To come against the plan of what Jesus was doing. Jesus' response to the devil. I want to encourage you. When the enemy comes against you, he's fighting you. Find rest. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. When he's in the boat. I say, get a pillow and join him. Be restful. Rest in a storm. Rest in a storm. You know, even as I'm praying this, I feel like there's people, you got so many challenges on, you can't sleep. It's affecting your rest. Father, I just pray for every person in our church. Lord, give them rest. Anyone watching this message or listening to it, Lord, I speak rest into their spirit. I speak peace, the shalom of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Amen finding rest So it's, it's such a fascinating passage because they woke him up should they have woken him up should they let him sleep it's a, it's a hard one to know I, my mind goes both ways what if, this, what, what, what if the disciples rebuked the storm could it have worked I mean Jesus was in their boat maybe it would have or maybe they could have stopped struggling way earlier when they saw the storm clouds and say Jesus let's rebuke this thing I don't know, do they leave? I, I, I've wondered this so many times. What would I do in that situation? All I know is that if he's in the boat, it's going to be okay. And so if you, if you have a problem, wake him up. If you have a problem, talk to him. He, he's, he is always attentive to what you face and what you're dealing with in the name of Jesus. Number, number five, how do we get through and cross over Number five, by refusing to let fear take hold. Or I could say, by staying in faith. These guys were worried, and Jesus says, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? There's something about growing in faith that causes fear to diminish. He says, Why are you of little faith? And then saying, What are you worried about? You're full of fear. I'm in the boat. And then he goes and he starts to talk to this storm, and I'll show you how to do that in just a moment. But in the Bible I heard one person say there's 365 fear knots in the Bible, one for every day of the week. Then I read somewhere else, I wanted to see if it was true. Someone else said, no, there's 366. One, one for every year and, and leap year. And then another guy says there's over 500. But can I say Jesus, God, the Gospels, even angels, they, they discuss fear all the time. Fear not. They, they, the Bible talks about fear. And as Christians, fear is not the opposite of faith. It is a form of faith. It's a negative faith. It's just a belief that something untoward is nigh under, under us. And I want to encourage you. We need, to, we need to shift our fear to faith. And it's not like a mental changeover. It's asking God by His Spirit, build yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. On Sunday, I preached about Timothy last week and, and talked about uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and sound mind. How do you get that? Stirring up the gift. The Bible says in the book of Timothy, stirring up the gift that's in you. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse six, stirring up the gift that's in you, which you received how through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love and sound mind. So we see fear not all through scripture. And I wanna encourage you. Let's see what the Bible says about fear. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God, I'll strengthen you. Yes, I'll help you. I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. Wow, what a promise from God. Joshua 1 verse 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go, which is not far while you're in lockdown. At the moment, we could change it to, the Lord is with you wherever you stay. Psalm 118. Verse six, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Psalm 23, verse four. Yea, though I walk through, I don't know why he said yea. It was a a strange thing to say. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I'll fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Deuteronomy 31, verse six. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear or be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one that goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Two verses later, verse eight in Deuteronomy 31. And the Lord, He is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Don't give fear power and the key to break this thing is number six and, and we and, and I want this is where I want to land my message this morning, number six, we have to speak to the unseen dimension we have to speak to the unseen dimension, Mark chapter 4 and the 39th verse and it reads like this, then he arose I love this, then he arose he rebuked the wind somebody say rebuke the wind say it again Rebuke the wind. He rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. So he spoke to the sea. He said, calm down. But before he spoke to the sea and said, calm down, he spoke to the demonic storm and he rebuked it. And you know, right now we're living with storms on planet earth and and we need to understand the power coming against things in the name of Jesus. He's not just in your boat, but his name is available. It's in your lips. You can declare the reality of Jesus in the name of Jesus. And we speak to that storm. Maybe that storm is sickness. Maybe that storm is lack. Maybe that storm is regret. Maybe that storm is mental health challenges. Maybe that storm is something you've been living with for a long time and you feel the waves in your life, waves of pain, waves of hurt, waves of worry, waves of anxiety, waves of calamity. Can I say, And we spend all our time getting our waves fixed. I need, I need to go to some wave management. I just need some people to help me with these waves in my life. You got to get to the source, speak to the storm in Jesus' name and say, be broken by the power of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I feel this in my bones. I mean, we're living in a world right now. What's the lockdown? It's a wave. What are, wearing masks everywhere you go. It's a wave. Kids off school at home. It's a wave. Limited numbers, not being able to see in church. Wave, 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 wave. We're just negotiating the wave. Pivot, 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 pivot. I don't want to pivot. I want to stand on the Word of God and come against this thing in the name of Jesus. You and I, we're the head, not the tail. Above only, never below. Born to rule and reign in life by one Christ Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. Fear not to the storm. What storm is unlocking chaos in your life? I want to encourage you, pray in the spirit. Let's unlock calamity in the camp of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. If you believe it, say a good amen this morning. God is so good. Just before I close, I want to pray for people right now. If you're in a storm and you feel like the winds are getting in your boat, you feel like the challenges are more than you can handle, I I wanna pray and I wanna ask God by the Holy Spirit to come, turn the thing around by the power of God. Break this stuff. If that's you, just lift your hands. I'm stretching my hands out towards you right now. By faith in Jesus' Name. Father, I thank You that You are indeed able. You are indeed willing. You're alive and Father, I speak to people's storms in the Name of Jesus. Lord, I declare that You are El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. You are Jehovah Rapha our, Rapha, our healer. Lord God, You're a way maker. You're a miracle worker. You're a supernatural God. And Father, I come to You in faith. And Lord, I'm asking You right now that You do that which only You can do. Turn things around. And Lord God, I speak not just to waves. We rebuke, we, we, we rebuke the storm and then we release peace to those waves in the Name of Jesus, that force of peace. And Lord God, we ask You for it. In the name of Jesus, we decrease and, Lord, you increase. And, Father, I thank you for the power of God in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we give you thanks and we give you praise. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it was an encouragement to you. If you'd like to know more about David and Donna, please visit our website, davidhall.com.au.